وأن الله على كل شيء قدير وأن الله قد أحاط بكل شيء علما اللهم إني أعوذ بك من شر نفسي بتنا تأخذ بناصيتها إن ربي على صراط مستقيم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك أستغيث من عذابك أستغيث صلح لي شأني كله خلقك طرفة عين اللهم إني أعوذك من الهم والحزان عافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إني أسألك العفو والعافية معافاة الدائمة في ديني ودنياي وأهلي ومالي اللهم استر عوراتي وآمن روعاتي اللهم احفظني من بين يدي ومن خلفي وعن يميني وعن شمالي ومن فوقي واعوذ بعظمتك ان اغتال من تحتي اللهم انت خلقتني وانت تهديني وانت تطعمني وانت تسقيني وانت تميتني انت على كل شيء قدير اصبحنا على فطره الاسلام وعلى ملة أبينا إبراهيم حنيفا مسلما اللهم بك أصبحنا وبك أمسينا وبك نحيا وبك نموت وعليك نتوكل لك النشور أصبحنا وأصبحنا كلها اللهم إني أسألك خير هذا اليوم فتحه ونصره ونوره وبركته وهداه اللهم إني أسألك خير هذا اليوم وخير ما فيه خير ما قبله وخير ما بعده وأعوذ بك من شر هذا اليوم وشر ما فيه شر ما قبله وشر ما بعده اللهم ما أصبح بي من عمدين وبأحد من خلقك فمنك وعدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر على ذلك سبحان الله بحمد عدد خلقه
ذاكرين الشاكر الحمد لله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين هل معه كتاب بسم الله الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين يذكر الشيخ عليه رحمة الله في تليف هذا كتابه الإمام عبد الوهاب الشعراني كتاب العهود المحمدية وقصد بالعهود المحمدية ما عهد صلى الله عليه وسلم إلى أمته في الأوامر والنواهي. So the Sheikh Abdul Wahab al-Shaarani he mentioned in his book the Muhammadan covenants. And what's meant by the Muhammadan covenants are um, those uh, covenants that the Prophet ﷺ took from his ummah or, or bequeathed, we could say, to his community. And the author intended by this, these covenants that they um, help a believer have insight into where he or she is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands and prohibitions. And without doubt, obeying Allah's commands and refraining from Allah's prohibitions with um, faith and, 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 and conviction this is um, Allah, this is taqwa of Allah Ta'ala, this is being um, God conscious. 
والأصل في المؤمن بعد إيمانه هو الطاعة فلذلك قدم الكلام على امتثال الأوامر. And um, the the basis for the believer in their after faith is obeying Allah's commands. Um, or we could say the initial default of a believer after faith is obeying Allah's commands. So for this reason, he began the text with this, um, this uh, portion. And while there is a great importance to avoiding Allah's prohibitions to the extent that it is said, the best of obedience is avoiding acts of disobedience. جعل للمؤمنين دواء لما يقعون فيه من الذنوب وهو التوبة الصادقة الخالصة. However, Allah has made for the believers a medicine, a remedy from the sins that they fall into, and that is pure, um, pure, sincere repentance, tawbah. وهم يدركون بذلك عجزهم وضعفهم ويدركون فضل الله ورحمته إياهم. And by that, they comprehend their own weakness and incapability and also Allah's grace and mercy upon them. Through Toba, they comprehend this. <coughs> and then commands and prohibitions are either outward or inward. So that which pertains to the affair of the heart and its qualities or attributes, that is, um, the, those are the inward commands. And what relates to the works of one's bodily limbs and organs, external organs, that is, those are the outward commands. And we cannot compare the outward to the inward, except that the inward is more weighty or outweighs that which is uh, that was is outward. Due to this, the reward for obeying Allah with the heart is greater than the reward for obedience with the limbs, with the physical limbs. And the sins, the the sin of disobedience with the heart is greater than the sin of disobedience with the physical limbs. And were um, a believer to disobey Allah and then be happy about their act of disobedience. They were physically, physically disobeyed Allah and then they were happy with the act of disobedience. The happiness with disobedience, which is a heart state, is worse than the physical disobedience itself. And the state of the believer is um, to have a true regret for the sins that he or she has committed as well as shame and shyness before Allah as a result. And by the, the believer enduring 
and maintaining the adherence to these commands and prohibitions, they become true or are realized in their slavehood, their servitude to Allah Ta'ala, and by that they are emancipated, right? They're liberated from being made a slave to anything else, whether that be their sins or their desires or their caprice and so on. And then um, their adherence, their excellent adherence to of Allah's commands and avoiding Allah's prohibitions, that um, causes them to acquire states, um, states that are an increase in, in faith and what have you, where they reach levels of ayn yaqeen, of, of tr- certainty of sight, after being realized in ilm yaqeen and certainty, not certain knowledge. وهكذا ذكر أن إحسان القيام بامتثال أمر اجتناب النهي يحتاج الوصول للإحسان فيه إلى تربية على يد شيخ مربي. And then he mentioned that um, an excellent and uh, with إحسان performance of Allah's commands and avoiding of His prohibition. That needs prohibitions. That needs um, a sheikh that one receives tarbiya. One is trained spiritually at their hands. Because and um, that is due to the nafs and the shaitan. Um, they're having subtle plots and tricks um, that will overcome the believer, and thus they're not able to train themselves. They need to be trained and reared by someone. And the, the Shaykh uh, Sha'arani, he mentioned in some of his books a story that indicates this meaning. وذكر يوما ثواب إخفاء الصدقة وأن يحرص أن لا يعلم بها إلا الله تبارك وتعالى. So he mentioned the author Sharani the Sheikh mentioned that there was a wealthy man who intend, attended his gatherings and one day the Sheikh mentioned the reward of concealing one's charity. قال فقال لي ذلك الثري بعد الدرس إني سمعت كلامكم وما ورد عن الله ورسوله في إخفاء الصدقة فعزمت من هذا اليوم أن أخفي صدقاتي بحيث لا يعلم بها إلا الله. And this wealthy man he mentioned after the lesson that I heard what you said about the reward of concealing charity, and I've made the resolve, I've come, I've made a resolution to conceal all of my charity after this day from anyone other than Allah. So then um, the Shaykh said, then you sit before a Shaykh um, uh, that would train you, that would give you tarbiyah and guide you uh, to being purified from desiring the creation from any perspective, right? The heart's not desiring the creation in any way. So then uh, the wealthy man, he said, I heard what Allah and his messenger have said, 
and I'm going to act upon it immediately, and I don't need a sheikh to um, to train me or rear me in this way. So the sheikh said, I remained silent. I didn't respond to that. And then a poor man came to me who was in difficulty and he needed 1,000 silver coins. So I said, go to so-and-so at a time in the night when no one else is aware of your presence other than him. He said, so um, he went to him uh, and he gave him that thousand dirhams, thousand silver coins, and then that poor person came and informed him that he had given him, uh, informed a sha'rani that he had given him the coins. And then so the sheikh, um, I mean the, the, the wealthy man, he came after the lesson. He came the very next day to the lesson of the sheikh al-Sharani. And then he said after him, uh, after the lesson to him, you know, now people are in difficulty. They need those who uh, check on them and, and take care of them. And I heard even that there was someone that needed a thousand uh, silver coins, a thousand dirhams, and he went to one of the wealthy and they gave it to him. So then, um, Sheikh al-Sharani, he said, so I knew that the, the shaitan was envious of his having given that charity. And he wanted to try to, in any way, get him to, to manifest this charity, to reveal it to the creation. So the first day, he sufficed himself with just saying as much as he had. So then the next day he came and he said, the person I informed you of who had given that thousand dirhams as charity, I'm the one who did it. And I didn't want, you're my sheikh, so I didn't want to conceal anything from you. So Sheikh Sharana, he said, I told you that you wouldn't be able to act on that tradition, on that, that command, without a Sheikh guiding you and purifying you. I'm the one who sent the poor person to you. And he had already informed me that you're the one that you gave him the charity. The first day you came and you talked about the subject here and there, you went around the subject without saying explicitly, and then the second day you came and told me. In this manner, the, the nobility of the believer is in obeying Allah and refraining from his prohibitions, and that results for the believer in Allah's support, Allah's nusra um, that he gives to the believer and assists them.
هكذا يذكر في هذا الكلام الإمام سهروردي أن أخلاق أهل الإحسان وأهل الصلاح في هذه الأمة سهولة سهولة الجانب ولين القول وحسن المعاملة للناس والاختلاط بهم في الحدود التي يقومون فيها على قدم السنة so the Imam As-Suhrawardi, he says that the um, character of people of Ihsan, of people of spiritual perfection and piety and salah from the community is that they are um, easy and gentle and speak gently to the people and um, deal with them uh, and come down to the level or mix with them according to um, the akhlaq, the character that the people demonstrate that conforms to the sunnah, that is within the confines of the sunnah. وقد جاء عن بعض الصحابة يقول ما رأيت أحدا أكثر خلطا لنفسه بأصحابه من رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. And it is mentioned from some of the companions that I did not see anyone who um, mixed more or spent time more with his companions than Allah's messenger. وقد تعددت الأحاديث عنه في مدح الهينين واللينين والذين يالفون الناس ويالفونهم الناس. And there are numerous traditions uh, from the Prophet that praise those who are gentle and humble and friendly towards people and are befriended by people. And he is the one who says, وسلم, the most perfect, perfect of the believers in character are those who are in faith, the most perfect in faith are those who are best in character. And he also said, وسلم, surely from the most beloved of you to me and the closest in his seat to me on the day of judgment are those who are of best character. Those who are uh, the humble and um, the humble of the believers. And surely the most um, loathsome of you to me are those who carry tales, they carry namima. And they divide loved ones. They come between loved ones. And um, he said, uh, وسلم, that a believer is friendly and befriended. And there is no good between those. Uh, there, there's no good in those who are not friendly and not befriended. And um, good character in the believer returns to the balance of appetite and anger, shahwa and ghadab, 
and those being governed by the, the sacred law, the sharia, and the aqal, and reason. And the similitude, the, uh, the example or metaphor for desire in a person or appetite is that of a pig. And the, the metaphor for anger or aggression is that of a dog or a predatory beast. And the human being has been ordered um, with the sacred law, with the reason, with the aqal they've been given, their reason, their intellect, and the, the light of the sacred law that they've uh, received from their Lord to refine um, these traits, right? Refine their, their, their anger and their desire. Uh, such that they become um, balanced. And the the one who reached perfection in this, the highest station in this, is our Master Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and the prophets, um, and then the Siddiqun, the, the, the voracious among the awliya of Allah, the true saints, and beyond them or among them, uh, to a person's nearness uh, or elevation in these characters characteristics is to the degree of their closeness to um, an emulation of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the Prophet says a slave of Allah will reach by his good character the degree of someone who stands in prayer without ever ceasing and someone who fasts without ever breaking it. And one day someone uh, spoke ill of, um, of Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, may Allah be well pleased with him, and um, the Prophet was in his presence, the man was speaking ill of him, and the Prophet remained there, and then um, Sayyidina Abu Bakr responded, so the Prophet took, took his rida and, and, and left. And so the Prophet of Sayyidina Abu Bakr went to the Prophet and said, O Messenger of Allah, the man was insulting me and, um, and you were remaining silent and not responding and then I responded and you departed. And he said, um, while the man was insulting you, there was an angel on your head who was responding on your behalf. And then when you responded on your own behalf, um, a shaitan, the angel departed and a shaitan came and I don't sit in a gathering in which there's the shaitan. 
وهكذا رب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيدنا أبا بكر حتى بلغ الذروة في حسن الخلق. And in this manner, the Prophet ﷺ gave training, gave tarbiyah to Sayyidina Abu Bakr until he reached the very pinnacle of good character. Rather, the Quran uh, was revealed, there's Quran revealed um, that gives specific uh, refinement spiritually to Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. حتى وقع في الكلام على السيدة عائشة المطهرة المبرأة واستمر ينفق عليه حتى نزل القرآن ببراءة عائشة فقطع النفقت عليه فنزل القرآن يقول لأبي بكر مثلك لا يقطع النفقت وإن أساء إليك So um, Sayyidina Abu Bakr supported one of um, his relatives who was named Mistah and um, he supported him and then Mistah fell into the slander of Sayyidina Aisha who was pure and innocent. And um, despite this, Sayyidina Abu Bakr continued to support him. And then the Quran was revealed, um, absolving her, exonerating her from the allegations against her. And when the Quran was revealed, exonerating her, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, um, he, he ceased to give him his um, support. So uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then revealed Quran, uh, instructing Sayyidina Abu Bakr that the likes of you, this is not acceptable from him. So um, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, uh, he swore an oath to no longer support Mista. So the next day, Allah revealed um, the verse that Al-Habib recited, a translation of its meaning is, let not um, those of virtue and affluence swear an oath that they would not support um, people that are relatives, people that are in a state of need, and people that have migrated for Allah's sake, and let them... Um, and let them forgive and let them overlook this. Do you not love that Allah would forgive you? So the Quran instructed Sayyidina Abu Bakr to look at people's virtues and, do not, and not to look at their faults. So Allah listed um, the virtues of, of, of this other companion. He mentioned that he's, from the, he's a relative, Ulul Qurba, he's from the needy. Uh, which is a virtue, despite those not, many not understanding it, and that he's someone who made hijrah for Allah's sake. So Allah instructed the, uh, Sayyidina Abu Bakr to look at these virtues and not look at um, his faults, that being specifically his having spoken ill of, um, of, of the, uh, Sayyidina Abu Bakr's daughter. So the Prophet summoned Sayyidina Abu Bakr and um, he recited the verse until he reached um, the, the, the last portion of the verse. Do you not love that Allah would forgive you? So Sayyidina Abu Bakr said, I love that Allah would forgive me. And then he um, expiated his oath and returned the, the, uh, the, the, the stipend to uh, Sayyidina Mista. 
وكان من عادته رضي الله عنه يتفقد الجيران سيدنا أبو بكر فمن لا يوجد عندهم من يحسن حلب المنايح لهم أي النوق الحافلة باللبن يحلبها لهم بنفسه ليعشوا أولادهم وليتمكنوا من الانتفاع بالحليب واللبن الذي في نوقهم حتى تولى الخلافة And it was um, Sayyidina uh, Abu Bakr's practice that he would take care of his neighbors and check on them. And um, there were elders who were unable to, to milk their own um, livestock. So he would himself, uh, camels and for, in, and, and for example, he would milk them so that they could benefit from um, the milk of these animals. And that was his practice all the way until he took the station of, of the, being the caliph. فَمَرَّ يَوْمًا فِي الطَّرِيقِ بَعْدَ خِلَافَتِهِ فَسَمِعَ بِنْتًا تَقُولْ لَهَلِهَا إن أبا بكر شغل بالخلافة فمن يحلب لنا منائحنا فرفع صوته وقال إني لأرجو أن لا يمنعني هذا الأمر عن خير كنت عليه أنا أحلب لكم منائحكم. And um, Sayyidina Abu Bakr after he became caliph he was walking down the road and he heard a, a girl in one of the houses speaking to the family. Um, Sayyidina Abu Bakr now has become preoccupied with being the caliph so who will, um, who will milk our livestock for him? for us, who will milk our livestock for us. So he raised his voice and he said, I will continue to milk them. I hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not deprive me of, of, of a good that I used to previously perform. And um, the author, Suhrawardi, he mentioned um, from the Prophet's gentleness and kindness to his companions, three stories. وإذا جاء من البادية ينظر البضايع والتحافة التي يحبها أهل المدينة فيقدم هدية إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. So he mentioned first um, the, the story of a man named, a companion named Zahir who was a Bedouin, right? He lived in, in the wilderness and he would bring um, various things that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم liked from the wilderness and give them to him as gifts. فكان يقول صلى الله عليه وسلم زاهر باديتنا ونحن حاضرته والنبي يأتي بال and so the Prophet وسلم, said um, Zahir is from our Bedouin folk or you could say our country folk and we are his urban folk our Hadar is like the, the, the town and the Badia is the people who live outside of the town in the wilderness nomadic people and um, the Prophet ﷺ, he would give uh, gifts that the people of the Badia liked to Zahir and Zahir would give him gifts from the Badia to, that the people in the urban uh, district liked uh, and in one of the narrations he said that the, 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 the Bedouin folk of the family of Nabi Muhammad uh, is Zahir وكان في خلقته عليه رضوان الله تبارك وتعالى لا يبه له وليست له المحاسن في الصورة. And his physical appearance wasn't particularly attractive. Um, people wouldn't pay attention to him due to this. ودخل يوما إلى المدينة وأخذ يبيع بضاعته في السوق قبل أن يأتي إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. One day, Zahir entered Al Madinah and began his trade in the market prior to visiting Allah's Messenger. And uh, the Prophet وسلم, came to the market, he saw Zahir, and Zahir didn't see him, so he came up behind him. And he 
So the Prophet ﷺ covered his, uh, the eyes of Zahir with his own noble hands and he hugged him from behind. So Zahir said, I knew that it was him due to the coolness of his hands and the pleasant fragrance of them. So then I began to rub myself against him and say, who's holding me? So then I opened, he uh, let me open my eyes and then it was Allah's messenger. And in the Prophet's jesting with him, he said, who will buy this slave? So then he said, then you'll find me inexpensive, O Messenger of Allah. Meaning that physically he wasn't particularly strong or particularly handsome. So people wouldn't pay a lot for him. And, and so Allah's Messenger said, but you're valuable with Allah. You're precious with Allah. So um, also one of the companions asked the Prophet وسلم, to transport him on a given journey. So the Prophet وسلم, replied, we'll transport you on the son of a camel. And then he said, and he thought he meant a, a young camel, right? And um, so he said, oh, Messenger of Allah, what will I do with a, a young camel? And the Prophet وسلم, said, Does a is a camel born from anything other than a camel? Meaning that it will be a strong camel, but at one point it was born. And um, he mentioned another story of a companion, Suhaib, may Allah be well pleased with him, who um, he had an infection in his eye. And what they had um, ex experienced was that eating dates for someone with this particular infection would increase it. So um, once uh, Suhaib sat with him and, and ate uh, dates while in this condition. So the Prophet وسلم, said, um, you're eating dates while your eyes infected. So the companion replied, well, I'm chewing on the other side. This eye is infected, but I'm chewing from that side. <laughs> so the Prophet smiled. Uh, he laughed at that. And um, this is, in this manner, he was gentle and, and kind to his companions. And um, from his sayings, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is that I joke, however, I only say the truth. And um, some of the prophetic companions, or one of the companions, he would write the speech of the Prophet Sallallahu and then later he, he ceased doing that. 
And so the Messenger of Allah asked him, why did he stop writing what the Prophet ﷺ was saying? And um, so uh, he said that I was writing and then I remembered that you're a human who is uh, pleased and displeased, happy and sad. So the Prophet said, write and um, I don't say anything other than the truth. And um, once he came out and his granddaughter, Umama bint? Um, Umama, the, the daughter of Rabia bin al As. She was there. And, the, uh, his granddaughter from um, Sayyidatuna Zainab. So uh, the Prophet uh, took her and held her and then went into the masjid with her and began praying, holding her. And then um, when he would pro bow and prostrate, he would put her down beside him. And the Prophet وسلم, he continued to be um, the example, the exemplar of good character with those who are near to him or far, those who are great or, or, or young, and so on. And those who are enemies and those who are friends. To the extent um, that Allah praised his character in the Quran and mentioned its greatness and said, surely you are upon or above a magnificent character. He did not ignore a palm trunk um, that, that longed for him and cried out of distance from him. So then how would he ignore a believer that truly longed for him? And we ask Allah to fill our hearts with love for him and a longing for him. And may Allah give us a great fortune from his uh, compassion and, and gentleness and tenderness, And may Allah honor us with being in the company of the Prophet, in the abode of Allah's generosity. Oh Allah, us and our brothers came uh, to you in this masjid desiring nearness to you and nearness to this Prophet. Accept us, O Allah, and accept our coming this morning to this masjid. And make this a, a morning journey in your way. And Allah's Messenger said, Truly, a morning journey or an afternoon journey in the way of Allah is better than the world and all that it contains. And give us a great portion of embodying the, the, the character of this Prophet and in adhering to his adab. 
and give us a vast portion of mercy and compassion from him. And make him an intercessor on our behalf. And correct us or make us pious outwardly and inwardly. And take the imam of this masjid by the hand as well as those who maintain it and those who frequent it. And give them a tawfiq, creating them ability to obey. And give us the great felicity of salvation. And make us travel along the best and straightest of paths. And make us of your slaves and those who summon to you with insight. Oh Allah, grant us this through your generosity. And make us travel along the most noble of paths. And give us an increase of every good. And write for us the, the utmost felicity. And correct us inwardly and outwardly. Or you who answers prayers. Or you who fulfills all needs. Or you who, um, who alleviates all difficulties. Or you who corrects that which is inward and outward. Lord of the heavens and earth. سبحان ربك ربك عما يصفون وسلام نعمسين الحمد لله رب العالمين تقبل منا ذلك بسر الفاتحة